Greetings adventurers, welcome back to this, our 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the world of Vaibaba. My name is Mike and I'm your Dungeon Master, and as always I'm joined by Steve B as Logan, a human fighter, Steve C as Volta, a half-elf warlock, Dan as HK, a warforged barbarian, and Ben as Mugnef, a human bard ranger wizard. You can catch us live on Twitch every fortnight on a Tuesday, and catch up episodes via YouTube or the podcast. All links are in the description. And now, back to Baba. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yes, you could use it as a poker. <laughs> right, let's go on ahead to uh, wrestle. Carry on and you'll be bound to fire. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know. What, what are we doing now? Oh, right. We wake up in the morning. We've had a rest. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're skipping ahead to the late afternoon now. Yep. With Razzle, so I'm having my can I have my hit points back? What's remaining? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can call that a long rest. That's Thank fine. You. We've got a long rest. Um, oh, so yeah, so uh, you're on the boat and everyone's getting a bit probably a bit bored. Um, and eventually, I'm not. Um, you're not bored, okay? No, nah. <laughs> okay, sorry, stop being awkward. Go on. <laughs> uh, so um, the caravan pulls down the road. Um, you've got the war rams, it's probably about seven or eight war rams, with um, lightly armoured dwarves on their backs, with banners and such. And there's a wagon being pulled by uh, two sturdy-looking horses with two dwarves driving that. Um, and that pulls up in the road just adjacent to where the boat is moored. Um, a couple of the dwarves jump off their rams and head to the carriage and uh, open the door, and out comes King Razanov. Um Volta and HK, you would recognise him. Obviously, you saw him in Karnlodia. However, Logan and Mugnef, you weren't present for that. Uh, so you won't have... Uh, you won't know what he actually looks like, potentially. I, I think I may have seen him once. I didn't really have a meeting. You might have done, you might have done without... without well, I we can't refer back to that, because before we've recorded it, so... Um, yeah, you might you might recognise him. Um, you might even recognise him because you know you do like to do scholarly things, and you might have seen him in a book or just know of him or whatever. But um, probably yeah. seen his head on coins and things. Coins. You know? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's it. true. I was You're assuming the dwarves use coins. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm They're pretty right. sure they do. They accepted your coins, didn't they? So. Maybe they just <laughs> trade in imperial credits. Oh god. Oh. Anyway, um, as he as he exits, he looks at the boat and he spots you guys. And he sort of looks at you for a moment and sort of rubs his beard. Um, and I think I can't remember the whole description of him. Here. Uh, he was, um, if I remember right, he was typical dwarf. He had a large, uh, gingery graying beard. Um, he had a long, a long plait from the top of his head all the way down his back. Um, he's just wearing very regal-looking clothes, really. Um, well fitted, quite portly as most dwarves are, I suppose. Um, and then they sort of head off the road and they go set up a camp. Um, you sort of all like, well, should we go, Harriet? Just wait, wait to be summoned. Just wait. He's royalty after all. You can't just go barging. It wouldn't set the right, um, wouldn't set the right tone. 
understand. Uh, eventually, a dwarf comes up to where the boat's moored, and uh, he says, uh, "If you're ready now, the King will see you." By this point, it is already dark, but you can see a nice roaring fire going. Camp is stationed in position, shall I say? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank so you. If, uh, if you want to disembark, you can follow him, and Harriet will go with you. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to head in that way if nobody else is. So. Definitely, I'll go that way. Yeah. So you all head over, and they've got benches set up around a lovely fire. Um, there's some meat roasting over the top of it, and barrels, a couple of barrels of ale. Uh, when you arrive, they pour off some ale for you each. Um, Okay. They sort of they don't hand on over to HK. They know what Warforged are, so they uh, they're not really going to hand you one. Um, and you can see there are plates or knives. If you want to take up a plate, you can uh, take some meat from the um, what's being roasted if you're hungry. Uh, but uh, the king looks at you all and he sort of stands as you come in and then um, sits himself down again. Aye, please sit, please sit. It's good to see you again. Uh, HK, wasn't it? And uh, Walter. Greetings, Lord King. Good to see you. Please, Once please, more. you can just call me Razanog here. Good for titles. You have a two here. I don't know your names. I don't really remember you from before. But, no, I don't think you were going around with these two back then, but uh, it's good to meet you. Found out from Bow. Uh, my name's Magna for Ben of uh, Ash Hill. Nice to meet you, Your Majesty. Good to meet you, Magna. I am Logan, and I know nothing of you other than you have told us to come here with naught but force. Why are we here? I uh, nudge him. Be nice. Harriet, Harriet looks his point. I'm just going to send Logan a message with the rings. Try just being nice for a few minutes. Here's a I mean, I mean, <clears throat> I am Logan, sir. I have no second name, or it is not known. It's a pleasure to meet you, I suppose. It's a pleasure to meet you. Very, very, very <sighs> shitty, Val. <laughs> well done, Logan. Well done. This is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that uh, Miss Glory Weavers brought you here. Um, by force, but uh, I'm glad to uh, see you got my message there. So I wasn't expecting the uh, the shadow would be sophisticated uh, part in this one. Well, I didn't exactly get your message. I had to intercept it. Well, I don't want to hear too much more about your uh, misdoings. But I'm glad you brought not some band of mercenaries. So, let's oh, find my notes. Where's my notes gone? He doesn't say that. That's me saying that. Oh. Dropping the keys on the floor. He's like, Scribe, bring me my folder. <laughs> bring me my folder, Scribe. So, <laughs> you're probably wondering what. And he makes himself comfortable looking at his book. No? Nobody's I'm, wondering. I'm sorry, okay. you, you cut out Mike, say the last bit again, sorry. Ah, sorry. So I suppose you're probably wondering what you've been doing brought here. Most certainly. Very curious, definitely. Well, 
first of all, it's uh, it's an apology for me. When uh, when last we spoke, I sent you away from Carnlore out of fear of uh, of that being being I don't know what you call him that elf returning with his army. I know he'd uh, he'd promised to come for the bargain, but uh, that's why I sent you away, and I don't exactly see possible ways. I don't know where you went, but uh, I'm sorry. Luckily, he never did come back. He kept his word. You weren't there, he never returned. But I wasn't too pleased with the death and destruction it wrought upon my city and my folk. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I realise now it wasn't your fault. We, uh, over the days following, uh, we discovered there was uh, a rat, if you will, within the council. <laughs> Someone actually summoned this elf thing to the city the first time. He seemed to know that uh, you were of some importance and he brought you in. So, as an apology, I have two wee gifts for you. The first one... It was brought to my attention your airship was destroyed in the uh, in the siege. We're building you a new one. And I suppose you'd be needing lodgings. Somewhere to stay when you're not on your ship and somewhere you can uh, consolidate on your travels. But somewhere that you can provide me with intel and we can help one another. So... Down in the fjord, just down from Carnlodia, uh, there's a nice meadow in the hills. Trees, flowers, that sort of thing. I'm having you a lodge built. More like a keep. But a lodge. Fortified. It's not been uh, completed yet, but... Uh, well, obviously not. It's only been a few days, but maybe a few weeks. But uh, plans have been drawn up as we speak. And so that's going to be... Uh, if you'll accept it, your new home. Great, thank you, King, because that is most generous. There is obviously something I want in return. There we go. I mean... Norgun. What, 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 how can we serve you? I must apologize for my harshness. I wasn't raised in... Uh any kind of normal way. Civilization, Civilization he, uh, basically. I was raised in the pits. He drinks He drinks deep from his mug and he says, I appreciate it. I appreciate your honesty. Look, I'm a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. We're not exactly uh, kind about our words all the time. So don't worry. But here's what I want from you. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. Go on. Right, okay. <laughs> what? It's just, just winding me up now. <laughs> I think he's just got the giggles. Well, I don't know what's wrong with him. Weirdo. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what do I want from you? So, long ago there was an alliance uh, in, this, in these lands between dwarves and men and elves and other races. And the alliance broke down long ago. But uh, I want to rekindle that, uh, that alliance if we're going to stand any chance against this threat. 
to the and, ecosystem. Uh, we need to we need to bring the peoples back together, and that's where I want you to come in. Have to start forging new friendships, because we uh, we have friends with the, with the uh, with the humans, but uh, not the sort of bonds that we used to have. So uh, I want you to go out there and rekindle those friendships. Of course, the elves will be the hardest one. I think the men should be one of them pretty easy. They have just done quite a big favour for the naval base down in wherever it was in my head. Well, if you come with Harriet here, then no, I'd... That's where you cut out again, Mike. Yeah, broken. Yeah. Right, the critical um, point. <laughs> if you've come here with Harriet, then you're probably down in Waterhall. Oh yes, that was place. I have travelled many paths since the destruction of my city, and sometimes the names of places escape me, as we are only there for a few days. Well, that's no problem. The goals here have to be that uh, we've got to destroy this elf, who seems to be commanding these armies of demons and undead. He's got to die. I agree. Does anybody know where he is? We don't know where he is, but we potentially know where someone who could defeat him is. Okay. Malnor is the, the ident- Did you ever identify the, uh, the rat in your cabinet? Uh, well, um, sorry, you're talking at me all at once here. Yes, we did. He was uh, swiftly executed. It was the Inquisitor. Oh, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Sorry. And, I suppose uh, nobody suspected him. <laughs> as for what uh, HQ was saying, yes, I know. Obviously, we know who Melnoris is. He's the High King. Do you know where we could find him? Well, only from legends. But that would lead on to another point I have in a minute. Okay, I'll wait. Uh, yeah, well, scouts have been uh, sent out. And we think that... We think that this, uh, this elf has set up a... Garrison or base of operations, I don't know, in the ruins of Elantalos. So, I think what we need to do is raise an army and lay siege to the already besieged Elantalos. And if he really is there, perhaps we'll get our chance. But it's going to require, I think, we could send my forces, but they're not going to be enough. I think we're going to need, after what we saw at Khan Lodi, we're going to need something much bigger. And I think the most immediate, the most immediate ally, of course, would be the men, the humans. If we can get them on side. Is there uh, what, uh, what people or nations are uh, nearby? I'm not sure of that area. Pardon me. Um, you got the, uh, that human, I can't remember the name of the city now, I'm not finding the map, can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, he'll name it, I can't tell you what it is right now. Uh, city 
just up, uh, just up the road. Everyone just over there, across the lake. Ah, we saw that from up when before we docked in the lake. It's not across the lake. It's just north of your current position. And are they trained soldiers or are they mere farm boys? That city is the uh, Mucklef would know. Um, that is the the capital. That is the main city for uh, for humans. That is their main settlement. But I can't remember what I called it. I'm going to find the map real quick so I can tell you. Because otherwise it's just a bit silly. Um, incarnate. Oh, I didn't realise we were so back this close to you. Well, I, I mean, I sent you the map on the group chat. It's, oh, you did? Oh. You're not that close to it. It's, it is a few miles of the road, but it's, um, it is there. No, I mean, relatively. I, I meant to Lancelot. I didn't realise we were quite neighbouring. Oh, you're miles away from a land loss. Oh. You're nowhere near about the land loss. Oh, what's the neighbouring one to Lantelos then? The Lantelos is his own island in the north. Ah, we need a map. Is there a... Ah, that was it. Castle View is the name of the city. Mm. Castle View. Yeah, Lantelos is miles away. That's, like I said, it's in a separate island way off in the north. Yeah. Um, you can see it on the map, so I sent the map to the group chat. Anyway. Yes, um, So, um... What was your question again there, HK? Where could we find Malnorus? Well, it's a legend. You may uh, you may have heard the stories. This lake, the reason it's called the King's Lake, is his castle. He used to sit on an island way out there in the middle, and uh, that witch thing, whatever he had serving at him for him. When, uh, when everything went wrong through the demon war, uh, to, as a final security measure, stop anyone from wielding any power they shouldn't do, she actually sunk that castle beneath the lake. She put some sort of magical barrier around it and sunk it. It's down there. It's not exactly uncommon knowledge. Is there, a, the is there a but way down of, there? It's shifted from truth to sort of myth and legend. People over time have forgotten all about it. Well, yeah, there is a way down there. How do you fancy getting wet? Well, it really how nicely you talk to me. Luckily, I do have uh, I do have someone here with me who can cast water breathing on you. So you don't have to worry too much about drowning, because it is quite a deep lake, from what I understand. Mm. But yeah, you could go down there, investigate yeah. the the castle. It should be intact. Like I said, there's a magical barrier put around it, so unless uh, that we think barrier, we think Melnoris maybe there originally. There. Well, well, that was his castle, so there must be some evidence. Whatever happened to him? Where he ever went? I don't I presume. Go on, sir. Usually. Well, I presume that he must have returned. I mean, he, the stories go, he always went off back to uh, his home out there in uh, in the plains. He had uh, some sort of home in the celestial realms where he was uh, surrounded by... Sea, perhaps. 
I don't know. The story is something like he went to, to some celestial plane surrounded by angels and such. That uh, was his armies, weren't they? That was, his, that was his armies, the angels and the celestials. Logan will turn to uh, both Walther and uh, Mugnath and be like, I don't suppose with your knowledge of the magics you would be able to find a way through a magical barrier? Without it breaking or collapsing and drowning us all? Well, you shouldn't have to worry about drowning because, like I said, we can give a water even to you. No, but it may make exploring the castle a tad more difficult. Well, if we have to swim much. everywhere. We don't even know if the magical barrier is intact. No one's been down there. I'll just send a thought to them with the rings that uh, this may be also the home of the final artifact we are seeking, or at least there may be some clues as to its whereabouts. So let's not forget we are gathering the artifacts of Melnorus to be able to summon him. As yet, one short, I believe. Mm. This yeah, castle seems like a good place to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he looks at you because obviously you're talking in your mind, so you just sort of sat there staring at him. If you're using some sort of magical means to communicate, try and be open, will ya? Do me the favour. I didn't want to bore you with details, Great King. What I was saying was this castle might be the home of some relics that might help us in the fight. Uh, well, you've got the hammer, you've got the armour. What do you need? Uh, the third piece, I believe. Yes, I didn't know what it was. I'm not going to help you. <laughs> just, just for the purposes of discussion, the king knows what he's on about. The third piece, the extra bit of, of artifact that we need. You know, I will, I will, I will search my memory banks for it. <laughs> I will, I will meditate on it instead of studying tonight and recall the uh, the exact nature of the artifact we are seeking. If we can. As well as this castle, if we can raise some form of army militia group from the Castleview town, how would we transport such a large force? Surely we can't fit an entire army upon a single airship. No, we'll have to just get a load of boats, sail across. We send my forces to meet theirs, and then we'll see. Presumably, if they are on the lakeside, they will have some boats themselves. They might be able to go. Okay, so not, yeah, they have to they're, going to boats, they're going to want boats up on the sea, they're not on the lake. Is there a way that we can reach you or relay messages to you and communicate going forward? Well, I'm not going anywhere. If you're going to go down that to find out any clues or evidence, I'm going to stay here, wait for you to return. Uh, other than that, like I said, we're giving you a base of operations just outside of Cardinal. It's not going to be ready for a good few weeks yet. Maybe a couple of months, but uh, you're welcome to take up lodging in Cardinal. I'll make sure it's all paid for. Um, only the finest of accommodations. If we can persuade the humans to join us, maybe we can send a message down and gather the navy and. You know, use them, that would be good. They have boats, it's a navy, you know. Um, and he looks to Harry and he says, um, since you're here, you might as well be of some use. Your family's well connected. You must have people in, uh, in Castleview. 
She says, well, yes, of course. Well, maybe you can get them to work and uh, start convincing the right people. So when we get that far, we've got some uh, some ground already covered. Yes, my lord, I can uh, I can certainly have a look at doing that for you. Intelligence would be nice. We've had contact in the past with the paladins of Pelo. I don't know if they would be open to listening to our plight. Oh, of course, that was on the original item we started on. Uh, well, we've not heard much from that uh, that uh, outpost. There's a fairly new outpost down there. We haven't heard a lot from them, but uh, yeah, we can certainly uh, send word. See if I can uh, rustle up anything. But I do believe they're only limited in number down there. They're just a handful of worshippers. Well, when last we saw them, they were a bit uh, more furry than usual. Oh, you're talking about... No, you're not talking... Talking about the werewolves. Yeah, that was the... um, The champions of Amarok. Oh. My notes are wrong. Your notes are wrong. There were... You're right, there were... um, There were paladin... um, At the Tower of Serenity. On Penn Island. <laughs> this is Rantanos. I've just got to peed, peed off a couple of people, other couple of places. Do you know of uh, the closest enemies, or other than everybody? Oh, the closest enemies of Lantalos? Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not a lot of people don't really hate them, but I mean, elves have got a way of shutting themselves off from the world. That is, that is quite true. I don't know why it's a very ancient feud. But I'm sure we could find out some information somewhere along the lines, but unfortunately, anything relating to the ancient histories of this world in the, in the Demon War, the only people that actually kept or able to keep any uh, information like that was before the war was... Um, the elves themselves. A Lancelot's but largely untouched. Uh, Searching. I didn't find anything to connect. He's... Alexa, shut up. Shush. Stop. Shush. Stop. 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 Keep walking. Speaking of the war, <laughs> where did we get to? Uh, yeah, the um, the elves uh, retained a lot of the ancient histories. Most of the rest of it was destroyed. Um, libraries um, and, and people, of course, died and were destroyed during that war. And people who had the knowledge or who couldn't be passed down any longer. Uh, and books, like I say, were destroyed. Tomes were destroyed and libraries by demons and other such things. It was a huge loss for the history of the Terrible. world. Terrible. Of course, we do have the teachings and knowledge that was passed anyway. to us by Mel Norris. But uh... speaking of before the war, I seem to have damaged some critical component within my chassis and wondered if you knew who made me, where I might seek repairs. Well, the Warforged were obviously created by uh, by dwarves, by us, um, of Karnlodir, and um, and the goblins too. 
don't know, it's mostly their technology that went into building you. Your kind, but uh, it depends how much do you really know about uh, your own past. Not too much. I, I saw a vision of an Asima who told me to seek my creator. Well, I don't know a great deal. I'm not a historian, but I've had to have studied books. Uh, plenty of time being uh, king and all did an awful lot <laughs> made up a few rules here and there and enforced them you know mostly suck my ass eating and drinking most of it but um, anyway that's by the by no well something you should probably know not so much with well in fact not at all with any of the later models but the Mark 1 is what you are Malnoris reserved uh, a special kind of um, afterlife for you, I suppose. You you are not some electrical thing, uh, a magical thing, I should say, sorry, which is the summon... I, I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's, it's not part of my... I'm not really... In, I'm not an engineer, but you aren't a man... You're not... A magical being in the sense of you are just whatever it is that makes you tick is you. You are the spirit of a fallen SMR, effectively. Hmm. From what I know. Well, I don't know the ins and outs, but basically the, his greatest champions who fell in battle, they were resurrected, if you will, but into the bodies of these machines that Mark won the Warforged. And you did his most daring of missions. You were surprised to even see you. As I said, the first time we met, I was shocked. We thought you were all lost in the Hellplane. Well, but we have no memory of our past life. I I don't know the internet. You'd have to speak to artificers and historians. They could tell you more, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Thank the, you. All I know is it's... Info you've been able to give... You are, you are not, you are more than a machine. But as for your creator... You hear that, Well, <laughs> You are a machine created by us and, and goblins, but... Um, yeah. The, the other part of you, that's Mel Norris. That's his doing. Then he may be the ones we need to seek. He may be your ultimate creator. Yes. Typically someone rather hard to find. <laughs> well, perhaps there's clues as to where he is in that castle. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Harriet um, piped up and says, I will set my people on um, get contacts within Castleview, but I would really like to return to Waterhold and uh, investigate that golem and the ship that Mugnef um, transcribed uh, from that paperwork. Ah, the Star ship. Yeah. Well, he looks as if, what, what, what ship is this? I believe it was Star Chaser, 
Oh, that was a while back. Just trying to find the right notes. Should be next because Ben figured out what it said. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, a ship. You said about a ship. What, what are we? No ship, only the force. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, there's lots of ships around there. What's so special about this one? It did the That's castle ruin on the top parsecs. Oh dear. No one. Nothing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to find my little notes. Well, I think what... I had it all written in a woman. Right. Yes. It, it is in your such a magnet. So try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Try. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to use that one all night. I don't have the specific, but the note was generally back off. Um, it's my ship. <laughs> I think. Yeah, pretty much. Um, your, your notes will say that uh, no, it was my ship back off property of ET Star Runner. Uh, there was no name for the ship. That's what I was thinking, the Star Runner. So, am I right in thinking? General plan is search this castle that may or may not be flooded. Go try and rally some troops, and then go see Gollum Boy. Well, I want you to go and have a look in this castle, me, and then uh, you do need to, to rally some troops. But I mean, yeah, if we go down to that castle and have a look, then we'll get some answers, perhaps, on how to get through to Meldoris if he's still out there. And uh, and we can work on. I think Harriet's going to sort out contacts for rallying up an army if we can yeah. make a good impression. Harriet, while you are rallying your contacts, do you have anybody currently stationed in Lantelos? There would have been, but since they fled, and I don't know, no one not anymore. No, I mean, no it's been over. I believe it's been overrun, hasn't it? It was a little overrun. Yeah, I just wondered whether you had anyone who was putting back to the ecosystem on the front lines. Or you know, I don't. I don't think there's anybody there anymore. Think- if there is anyone there, it'd probably be this um, elf and uh, and his army. If I'm dead, there are still three people there. So, well, not three, obviously, because you know. But I left people behind, or people were taken from me there. So, if anyone was left, they either fled or they died. But I mean, you might get your answers when you go there. I mean, it sounds like the plan for here is that uh, Raznov would like you to. Raised an army so we can go and at least try and take back a land to loss or destroy this elf. I can tell you um, from my contacts where the elves eventually went. Now that could be very useful. Far down south on the on this uh, continent of um, of Groenland, there is a large swampy area. It's quite heavily forested. I think we went there. It's. Um, more like home to them. Forests, hard to access, that's off. Yeah, I think after Lantelos they wanted somewhere a little quieter. I think they went south, far south. Very well, you have done me a great service, I am grateful. 
Um, Rasslock says, there will then be, I think once we can retake a lot there is only one job to be done. We have to hopefully get Mandoris back here and we take the fight to Narphiliac. We destroy it once and for all. I think, I think you're right. I say we've tarried here too long. Let's go explore this castle. Look, I think it's uh, it's night. You're not going to get much light down there as it is. Wait till the morning when it's daylight. And, you uh, underestimate my lightsaber. <laughs> you can go and if you really want to, but I would wait. No, no, I think maybe waiting till the morning might be best, don't you? Really, Logan, you know? Fine, fine. Who knows what the morning will bring? Knowing my luck, the runs. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> well. Well, no, because the day had passed anyway, so you're fine. That, that was just a, a thing for that particular day, just to annoy you, really. Oh, thanks. Um, but you've not heard, you haven't heard any more, actually, demon for now, so probably okay for now. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you could all sort of eat and drink and take a rest rest of the night, sleep up. And in the morning, um, Razalog will have his... Um, I can't remember what sort of spell it is. I think it's the wizard. I can't remember off the top of my head what water breathing is. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up. Um, oh, a wizard comes forward and casts water breathing. In fact, I'm going to have to look it up so I don't know how long it lasts. Um, but luckily, I have some book here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 24 hours. 24 hours. So yeah, this wizard comes on and he, he casts it on all of you. And Razzlog says, look, lads, I don't want to be down there, but uh, good luck. Thank you. You can, no, it must be off skis because we have only limited time. So first, yes, right, again. please do. Please do. I'll, I'll be up here. I'll be waiting. Do we know where to start on this lake? This oh, is the lake. It was. <laughs> Best one. Yes. The island used to be in the center of the lake, so I'd say go to the center of the lake. <laughs> Anybody got a tape measure? Harriet says, just come with me and jump on my boat. I'll take you up the centre. <laughs> so she does. <laughs> Joking aside. She'll take you out to the centre. Take cool. where the, can sort of figure out where the centre is and takes you out there. Yeah. She says, right, well, good luck and <laughs> over the side, I suppose. See you later, hopefully. I won't be here when you get back. I'm going to return now to uh, Port Hull and so, try and um, have a look at this uh, this column. But um, yeah. I will look? I will be in touch. Yeah. Any information you can find on the CT Star Runner or what the CT Star Runner is would be appreciated. Well, I'm going to go and investigate. So um, hopefully I'll find something. But it's going to take me another five, four, four or five days to get back there. So uh, right. you'll hear from me probably in about a week or so. So, 
Are we all ready to go? I'm phone ready. We're we going underwater now, okay, day. Make it so. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> one one. Logan jumps <laughs> off. Logan jumps off with a splosh. Magnef with a splosh, and Volta uh, with a splosh. HK jumps off with a. You <laughs> <laughs> don't even have to sit and swim. He's just. <laughs> yeah, he's whizzes past you, sinking to the bottom. Um, oh God. And it goes down and down and down, and the light is fading. Uh, although it's daytime, obviously, the deeper you go and the less light you have. Um, so, Mugnet, does your light ca spell cantrip thing, does it require uh, Volcab, or is it just like semantics? What is it? I think it's it just touch. touch. Mm -hmm. Can you yeah. give me my lightsaber back, please? Certainly. Yes! I don't know how it, how it works with this breathing water spell. Are we able to sort of vocalise down underneath? Well, we can we could use our mind rings to talk, but I don't know. You about can spells. use your mind rings to talk. Um, water breathing, however, if it has a component, we, we we may be in trouble for casting. Well, for this one, it's touch. The touch work one object uh, that is no longer. No, because water, water breathing was already cast upon you. So you I was on a bad light. Um, it says that uh, you could breathe underwater, and I'm going to say that because you can breathe underwater. Do you know what? Actually, I would say you probably can't talk underwater because talking requires air to pass over your vocal cords. So, no, I don't think you could talk underwater. You could make a close approximation of what you want to say, but. Um, what about if we use, like, um, BS, you've got your communication BSL. rings? Yeah, but you've got your communication rings anyway, so you don't need to yeah, worry about it. It was purely for the verbal components of spells. You, okay. You sign well, language. You can use sign language. It is sign language week. That um, works. See, we're um, working it all in there. Yeah, that's just red later. Branch. It doesn't work for verbal components of spells, mate. Let's take a look at this spotty bag. Oh, God, he's on about Mr. Tumble again. Right, okay, let, let's just carry on, shall we? What do you mean again? <laughs> As if it's like a common thing I do. Just bring up Mr. Probably. Tumble. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. You're sinking down, going down, and uh, you start to see um, in the gloom, probably illuminated um, by the sword, uh, and any of you of dark vision will be able to see it. Um, <gasps> you can start to see the castle itself on the Ooh. on the floor of this lake, but um, the only one that's actually seen this before is HK. Oh, and you saw it um, if you cast your mind back to when you went to the Fae. When you were in a Lancelot and you triggered that um, that portal thing of um, Oralofs, you went to the Fae world. I, I, I wasn't here for that episode. <laughs> yes, you were. That's where As you got your hammer. That's Dan you wasn't. Hammer. No, you were. That's where you got the hammer. Yeah, but I wasn't, like, I wasn't there. I was like, absent for that session. <laughs> How did you get the hammer then? Uh, I think you just gave it me in the we, next he session. He was like, oh, absent for the session, but his character <laughs> got it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I say, I know that's where you got the hammer from. It was in that castle. But anyway, this yeah. is that castle. You HK recognises the castle. Oh, yes. <laughs> what you do notice as you sort of sink and you all eventually come to rest on the bed of the lake. Um, and it's quite dark down here. It's not completely like pitch black, but it's, it's quite dark. Um, 
this ca- it's the same castle, but it's a lot bigger. Um, and you're sort of looking at it through water as well, so it's quite distorted. Um, if you walk forwards, though, towards it, you sort of realise there's a, almost like a barrier that they were talking about. Um, and if you push your hand out in front of you, you realise that you could put it through the barrier, and what's on the other side appears to be dry. Um, so you can all step through the barrier to the actual castle, and you are in this enclosed space. It's like a, you look up, and there's a huge dome um, surrounding this castle and over the top of you, keeping the water out. Um, but it seems to be like it's almost like it's glitching in places. There's no water getting in, but it's sort of like you can see distortions in the in the magic that is surrounding this this castle. Um, but what you notice about the castle is that it is a lot bigger than the one that you encountered in Faye. For example, the doors um, were normal people-sized doors on that one. These, even the gate itself, it looks like it was made for giants. It wasn't made for normal-sized people. Um, and for Mugnef and uh, Volta, I will give you this because you are both magic it seems to be highly charged in here. Like the magic is just everywhere and swirling around, and whatever this magic shell is keeping keeping the water out. Um, something's not quite right in here. It's um, you get a funny feeling about the, uh, the magic, and you do notice crackles, like almost like balls of lightning, just sort of whizzing past or through the air in places. Um, I've got a funny feeling about it. How would you guys like to proceed? The force of darkness. Well, I will say it's, it's pretty cold. It's, 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 it's dark. I say it's not completely dark, but it's dark and it's very cold. And of course you are all wet, so that's not going to help. No. I guess we better get moving then. To... That's the only reason why and try to go into the front door. Yeah, so it's, um, as you look into this castle, it's a big square looking face of a building with towers. Um, but yeah, there's a gate, uh, a gate that's open, a door that's open, a book of portcullis with what would have been a drawbridge over something. There's no thing to be over, so the drawbridge just open. Um, and you can head on inside if you'd like to. And doing so, you go on in, it's, um, as you enter, the building itself is quite dark inside, but light seems to fill the space as if um, magical lights were, were uh, lighting up the area. Um, and you go really? through, in fact, I need to, it is quite pretty. It's like a nice sort of ice blue, I suppose. I'm going to find my map. It's the same map that I used. Um, in fact, uh, I think, uh, was it Leaf that went to this place as well? I don't know of Leaf, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, he Very did. Good. He did. Yes, I thought so. Um, so going in, you didn't actually start in part though, you started in the Jason Tower. Um, you go in and you're in a corridor and there's a wooden door at the far end. The corridor is 15 feet long. Have we now how to support one into diners? So we able to talk normally, or yeah, you can talk normally now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've had our little swim. 
kind of a sort of dripping dry on some flagstones, yeah? I presume yeah, this is like... Much. Does it look like well-travelled or is there any, like, mess settled or anything, or...? Oh, you could just... No one's been here in centuries. I, I wouldn't hesitate to walk down there, then. There's no obvious signs anything's been down here. Yeah, I'd, I'd have no hesitation. I'd walk down the corridor. Cool. The, the other end of the door, and... If I don't hear anything, I guess I'd try the door, probably. Uh, well, you could perceive, if you like. I can perceive. You can perceive. I perceive. Do you perceive you can fly? I perceive a 19. Um, so you just sort of place your ears to the door. There's nothing. No noise. No sound at all. It's quite peaceful. Um, what do you say, guys? Are we going in? Well, we've rested an awful long time swimming to the bottom of the lake, if we're not. He, yes. he, he tries the door. Yeah, he's, he can push the door open and the room um, slowly illuminates with the same unknown source of light. Um, and stood in the centre, this room itself is uh, 15 feet um, that way in 15 feet either side of you there's a doorway to your left a doorway to the right and a doorway straight ahead in the middle is a stone golem oh I want to touch it furious very furious you can touch it if you like it doesn't do anything it's just stood there is it is it, is it alive no it's just doing that it just seems to be whatever Whatever would cause it to spark into life or whatever has been triggered or it's no way of being alive. Is there any difference between the doors that we can see? Are they all the same? No, they're all the same wooden doors, basically, between rooms. Yeah. Uh, is this golem looking near as damn identical to the other one? No, this is, this is different. This is, um... Well, why didn't you give me a... History? Perhaps. Yeah, I'll do this. You want it? Uh, no, I have awful history. <laughs> I've got history, sir. So. Oh, uh, keeping up to my thinker of doing rubbish in combat and doing good at everything else, I wrote another nut for 20 for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this golem is a dwarven um, much larger though um, it looks like a man rather than doesn't have the appearance of a dwarf or anything like that it's, it's a lot bigger not quite giant sized but what you uh, what I should mention is what you can notice about this room is again like everything else the heart of the ceilings are really high the doors are big you, like I said they're, they're, a frost giant wouldn't exactly have a hard time walking with it um, is this golem in any kind of pose, or is it just kind of stood there? It's just stood there. And is there a, uh, a, uh, any writing or anything uh, around it like the other one? No, nothing at all. It's just stood there. I'm a pause softly with my arm around it. You might struggle because it is a lot bigger than one. <laughs> a lot taller. How, how tall are we talking? Well, I say it's not quite giant size, but it's a lot taller than me. 
if you ask me, I'm sure I can get you to fly. Um, what are we saying about these doors, fellas? Oh, you magic boys, do you, can you tell anything about this place? I can detect magic, but I have a feeling that's just going to be all around us. I'm sensing it is at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> Better dead here than the planet core. Um, let's, I guess, I guess I'll try another door then. Yeah, you got one to the left, one ahead, and one to the right. As um, you came into the room. I'm gonna roll a d3. It's got left. Uh, one, so yes, left. Cool. Um, you enter into this room, and uh, there are a couple of weapon racks. Um, Do you remember what happened last time we found weapons, guys? No, none of us were here. Oh. <laughs> Nor you. I don't think we've uh, come across weapons. Well, there's unremarkable, you know, just swords and um, bows, that sort of thing in here. Nothing exciting. And there is a door as you go in to your right. And that's the only door in here. I mean, I guess we're here, we might as well try the next door. And you enter into this room, and it's pretty... uh, Pretty boring again. There's a door over to your right. The room itself is 15 feet ahead of you, and it's uh, if I said it's 20 feet from one wall to the other, left to right. Um, and there's it looks like a dining room. There's a large table that can seat probably a dozen or so people. Um, that's just made up as if it was there for dinner. But uh, again, you can tell that it's been here untouched for a long time. Nothing else of note to uh, Nothing. Do, do we plain keep going this it. way or do we go try another oh. door in the main chamber? I think we carry on to exhaust the possibilities. You I know? guess we go through uh, the next door. And this brings you into a storeroom. There are barrel crates. Um, the door to your right uh, would, as you probably work out, you've gone around the sword look a bit of a square, would probably lead you back to the room with this golem. And there's a door dead ahead of you. I mean, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah. Open sesame. Which one? The one right ahead? Yeah. Cool. In this room, um, there is a trunk, a door over to the right. So you've gone in and it's over there. Um, and this time there is uh, like a... a not like a bath, but there's um, water in a sort of font. Um, and this time, a water elemental erupts out of it. Um, however, the spouting of the water elemental also causes something else to happen at the same time, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is that the right book? Yeah, it is the right book. I need to figure out what page it was on. In this book? 84. 66. Execute One. order 66. <laughs> hey! Would anybody like to roll me a D? Please. 
a D. What? <laughs> what well, everyone's like to so roll a D mute. I, I D100. I can do a D100. I'm have a D100. Someone lost it. <laughs> we got... 38. 38. Ooh, 47. One. <laughs> okay, cool. Two. Um, so, as this uh, watermelon elemental sort of springs up out of this, um, this font in front of you, uh, instantly, behind you guys, you come through the door, it- Two flumps um, spring into existence and instantly flee. Two what? Flumps. As in a marshmallow tree. What the fuck's a flump? Go in the monster manual and have a look. (laughs) How much you talking about? Wouldn't want to know what that is. Right, that's that. That's that bit of fun there. Um, So, uh, we need to roll initiative because we have a. It shouldn't be dungeon. I think it'll probably be the last combat because it is 10.56. All those things. God, I yeah. forgot they, even ex- they were even a thing. Well, there you go. You remember that. That's great. Uh, right, initiative. Hang on, just give me two seconds. Don't tell me what this is just yet. That's up for the Volta Elemental. So the Volta Elemental. A Volta Elemental. <laughs> I got a 14. Hang on a minute, I said, hang on. Logan, use your ears, man, you know? Right. It's one thing I do not know how to do. You got two ears and one mouth, you know? Set a rushing, fashion, chasing. Okay, Logan was what, 14, you said? Yes. Okay, Mugdeath? Uh, right now with this time, I'm on 11. 11. HK? Uh, 10. And Volta? 7. Sieben! Cool. We'll, we'll, do, this, <laughs> oh, we'll do this combat Ow. and then we'll... Uh, we'll... Sevens. Uh, okay, it might take longer than my thought, actually. An hour later, we're still combat. <laughs> it could still be an hour later. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Uh, who's going first? It is the water elemental going first. Funny enough. Um, there's multiple attack. Three attack weapon plus seven to hit. He's going to have to go straight at Logan. What the Why fuck? Not? Do it top of my desk. 16 plus 7. There's 2d8 bludgeoning. 4. 8. 8. 12. 10 plus. 17 points of damage on the first hit. Ooh. And then we have 14 plus 7 to hit you again. So that's, that's going to hit us over 20 years, like 22. Yeah. Um, and then that will be 7. 5 is 12. 16 points of damage on the second hit. Ouch, Gibbable. Hey. Ouch. Ouch indeed. Let's see, I'm just going to make sure what he is immune to. Dan has died. Oh, there we go. 
Okay, cool. Um, next up is... Uh, well, it's going to be Logan to start with. I don't know how much use I'm going to be against the water thing, but he wouldn't know any better, so I would not want. Is your... Um, <laughs> you need a magical weapon, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll be half damage. Uh, does a 10 hit. Uh, it does not, I'm afraid. Then I end my turn. Okay. <laughs> um, Mugnef. Oh. I'll just... Two in a row. Uh, well, not two in a row. Uh, two and three turns. Uh, natural one. Sweet. So whatever you want to do, max max damage, and then roll it. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go for. Oh, I was gonna go, was uh, doing this anyway. Yeah. Uh, fire boat. Uh, I just gotta find the right. While he's doing his magic, can someone roll me a? Uh... You cut out them off in opportune times. Oh, for God's sake. I said while he's doing his magic, someone roll me a D1. I can't do it. I still have the D1 on the I'm waiting for uh, Volk to roll Mugnet to work out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I also wrote up the Dyson. Okay, so this one is 81. Sweet. Um, Mugnet, you can take one additional action Oh. That's fine. I'm sorry, two seconds. I'm playing a very bad player here. I don't know, it's only had like three hours, four hours to get ready for combat. That's <laughs> alright, thank you. Girding is lions. So, uh, 12, 12 damage for that one. First hit is 12 damage. Sweet. And you said I could take another action. Yep. Yeah. So uh, in that case, I'm going to do another fire. Fire both it. Um, that's a 12. Oh, 13, sorry. 13. What, to hit, is it? To hit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, in that case, unfortunately, it does not. Yeah. I just want to have a quick look at something, because... I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if you need to be doing this every time. Especially as that was a free action given to you by the effect. Like this. Yes, it is whatever. So I need another. I need another D100, please. Yeah. Every time a spell is cast, I need D100. D100 is a 20 plus 15. Oh god, you cast Grease, centered on yourself as well. Mugnet. Grease on yourself? Yeah, you cast Grease on the... Grease, centered, centered on yourself. And I will tell you what Grease does right now. I'll find it here. Don't mind the right book. It's going to be quite handy. Okay. <laughs> keep talking, we'll keep talking. Switch grease covers the ground in a 10 foot square centered on a pondering range. It turns it into difficult ter terrain for the duration. Have you just read that, have you? Yes. Okay, in that case, you're probably all going to suffer from. I was, only a... I was There's 11 a... feet away. We're all going to suffer from what? 
difficult terrain. Everyone needs to make a dex saving throw, please. Everyone? Everyone. That's me. Everyone. I'm one of everyone. It doesn't actually tell me what the DC is for that, so I'll say the DC's pink dice. I'll say the DC's 10, it doesn't give me a DC for that, so. 21! You're fine. Dick save. Uh, modified 20. You're fine. Of course you do. Modified 8. So, uh, Mugnef and uh, Logan fall on the floor. Ow! Um, HK, you are up next. I think what we'll do is, should we do this round, um, and then we'll start a fresh round next session at the Elemental. Well, cool. Sure. I think so. Why not? Because I think we could be here a long time, but it's going to be... It's getting late. Oh, that works fine. <laughs> so, HK, please. I will try and hit it. If I can. It's water. Your weapon is magical, so you'll be fine. Oh, okay. That's a 21 as well. Yeah, that is. Ooh, I've got my dice bag over here. Hey, max damage. Uh, plus strength, 14. 14. Yep, you slam into the, uh, the elemental. It shifts its form as you hit it. Um, it uh, definitely takes the damage. Um, 14. That puts me down to... Cool. Um, this is what you a little bit. Volta, it is your go. Yeah, well, you know, I've seen these magical effects happening, but I'm going to say a bowl through it anyway. And well, I was going to say, if you wanted to, you could make um, an arcana check to see if you can sort of figure out what's going on. No, it might be first hit. Yes, I do an arcana check. Why not? Let's see if we can figure might out. as well. This might come popping into existence. So I will roll a 19 on the arcana. Cool. Um, and with that, you can kind of surmise that shit, all this strange, crackly magic going on around the place, the strange feeling. Look into my bag. This no. is. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm it's a bag of holding. Um, this is. This place is subject to surges of wild magic. I like wild magic. Add magic around, be careful. Do you need another roll? If he's going to use magic, you do. <laughs> oh, do I get plus arcana? Hang on, I didn't hear a word of that. Is arcana check not an action? I was going to give it to you as a free action. Oh, thank you. Then in that case, I would have hit him in the face with Eldritch Blast. Okay, we need D100. <laughs> 66. An actual 66. All the 66. Fruit. 66. Execute. Four damage. Oh, dear. I hope you haven't got anything special for uh, Star Wars playing there. Um, okay, that's cool. So, how much damage does your Eldritch Blast do to start with? Well, I, I rolled a 28 to hit him. Oh, that definitely hits it. And Eldritch Blast for that beam, that's only one beam, does 15 points of damage. 15, yeah? Yeah, and I've got another beam with the same cast, it's just a separate ball. Okay. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and sneak that by as one cast and not have to roll another D100. It is not, it's not two separate casts, it's two beams as part of the same sort of... Yeah, that's color. fine. That's fine. And that one is a natural 20, so 29 to hit. Yeah. So max damage and roll damage. So max damage would be 15. And, yeah. Because uh, the D&D Beyond puts it at a different sort of damage calculation, I've got to roll it cancel it and then roll the damage again because it, it does 2d10 it boosts the number of d10 yeah. For, yeah. for that one rather than max damage it gets with different rules That's so right. the damage for that one is 9 so 9 That's and right. 15 would be 24 plus the 15 from the other one is um, um, 39 39 yeah Sweet. Uh, that was significant there's all splashed all over this form side of her broke for a little bit there and it's sort of down, sort of risen back up again, but then after that, the effect of your um, wild magic surge is one, two, I'll roll it for you 4d10 lightning damage on this thing. Um, Probably pretty good against water. Yeah, I think so. I'm also not well, I'm out of chance to actually do it. Um, <laughs> one, uh, that's cocked. So we've got one that is 10, that's 11, uh, 18, 18 plus 8, 18 plus 8, you want to do it faster than me, 26, very much, 26, that is going to be, uh, uh, the form really shifts and breaks this time, um, it seems to be smaller, a lot of the water seems to have been lost over the um, I'm going to say let's go another round because uh, it will definitely be uh, gone in the next round anyway. Um, it is the water elementals go at the top of the round. I'm just trying to find something I can do here that. Um, He is going to use uh, an action called Whelm. Um, Whelm? No, he's not, because that's the. You would have to move to do that. Uh, no, he's just going to do his multi attack slam um, at. Uh, Logan's on the floor, Mugmaf's on the floor, he's going to have a go at Oliver. Have a go at Volta, because you, uh, you hit him. Nat 20, or do you have Volta? Might be in trouble here. Nat 20, um, plus 7 to hit on the first one. 27, with max damage of 2d8, plus 4, so that's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Points of damage, the first one rounds. And then his second attack. I'm starting to drift into your voice. Uh, 22 to hit you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, let me just get the damage for that one. So that was, what was the first damage? It was 20. 20, so uh, 8, that's 12 or 13. Sorry, it's... Right, okay. And the second uh, damage will be... Uh, 8, 
nine, uh, blah, 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 15 plus four is 19 points of damage. Ouch. On Volta, I'm afraid. So it sort of shifts forward and you just get hit in the face twice by this shifting water mass, basically. Um, I'd rather off if I get a scruffy looking nerf herder. <laughs> Logan, you're up. Uh, first off, I stand right there, Toop. And then I try and chop him because I can't do much else, to be honest. You're not going to match for weapon, have you? So you're no, 21 to hit. Hits. And then what is it, half damage? Half damage, unfortunately, yeah. So, six damage. Six? And then cool. a, another 21 to hit. Yep. Does, uh, six damage again. Twelve in total. Yep, that's all he can do at the moment against this single body. Uh, water's splashing everywhere. It seems that its form is definitely getting smaller. Mugnef, you're prone to the ground as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, definitely get up. Uh, what, uh, water, how do you say that? That's good, yeah. That's good. <laughs> you need no, I'm okay, I'm right down one side, you know. It's fine. In that case, does he look okay? <laughs> or you think, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I say, do you look okay? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a little bit wet and, you know, a little bit disheveled, but otherwise it's okay, you know, it's fine. In that case, uh, I'm going to have another go at uh, my favourite cantrip uh, uh, and uh, firebolt him. Uh, let's actually pick up the D20 and actually roll it rather than just talk about it. Hey, I'm on a bit more luck this time. Uh, 18. Uh, definitely hits, but we need a D100 roll as well. Roll. Should I roll at your damage there? Roll 100 is 71. Oh, nice. What's your damage there? Oh, sorry, my damage. Nine. 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 As this fireball splashes into him, you know, you hear all the, the fizzling and the smoke and the steam coming off of it. It reduces in shape and splashes back down into the uh, into the font and is defeated. Ooh. Well done. <laughs> well done. Yay. Does the D100 um, to effect or is it void? Yeah. For the next minute, for the next minute, Mugnef, you are uh, resistant to all damage for the next uh, minute. Or, sorry, you gain resistance to all damage for the next minute. Um, so there we are. You are, I'm going to have to make a note of room number three. Cool. So well done, you've defeated the water element. I thought it might take a little bit longer because actually it was all right. Um, I keep forgetting that these things aren't particularly so taxing for you. So, there we are. Thank you very much. Hmm. Thank you. That's um, quite taxing. I am sub-optimitated, you know? It, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, it does, it does do damage. 
ability, which uh, I didn't really use because I was just want to just kind of get the combat done. But um, I think we went all right. Well done. We did good. We uh, did good. Had um, some me. friends pop in last second, but it's time to go. So we're going to do a lovely raid, and we'll go see someone who's a good player, but. Thank you for Captain Gingerbeard up top for writing, running, and doing all the shit that he puts up with, especially tonight with May the 4th. Oh, no, that was my idea. We were part of that. <laughs> Steve Corbs up above me. Go check out his channel, Steve Corbs 100. Plays a lot of warships and stuff. Thank you, as always. Ben Kernobi over there. He's hiding. There he is. Thank you very much. And Captain Denface up there, who also... Before I forget, Captain Danface and Steve Carbs will be joining us on Thursday for zombie yeah. attempted survival. But yes. And we'll be back two weeks today, half eight, for episode six of season two. I'm continuing to uh, explore this camp. Survive, we will not. That's good. That was terrible. So, go. <laughs> Say a quick hello, <laughs> drop some emotes, and have fun. Love you all. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Live long and prosper. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Fly, you fools! <laughs> <laughs>